better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Wednesday episode of the show. Kyle, happy hump day to you. Let's go, man. Hey, listen. Do you realize how close it's the middle of June? It's June 16th. Do you realize how close we are to training camps? Like right now, we're like five weeks away from training camp. Maybe six weeks away from training camp. We're five from the two teams playing in the uh, in the Hall of Fame game, I believe. It's that Not period, a math guy, though. It's that period of time where the coaches and GMs are just sitting around, fingers crossed, don't do anything stupid. Don't, right. guys, guys, don't do anything stupid. Don't, do anything don't, dumb. Get, don't get hurt. Don't get hurt. Don't play basketball. Don't Don't go water skiing. Come back in shape. So... You never know. You never know you're, when you're going to wake up in the middle of June after Kiko Alonso's rookie season and a Schefter tweet. Bill's linebacker, Kiko Alonso, tears his ACL. And all of a sudden. What was he doing? I don't. I think he was training. That stinks. Yeah. No, you got to do that. At least he was players. training instead of doing something right. like needless, you know, like yeah. unnecessary risk. And I understand we're people, right? Like you as an NFL athlete, you're still a person. So if you enjoy basketball, you have a right to go out unless you're Miles Garrett and you're paid $22-25 million a year. And then Kevin Stefanski can step in and say, hey, congrats on the basketball career. But you're now retired because we're paying you a whole lot of money for you to be posterizing dudes at the local Y. Do you do anything um, I mean, obviously we, we talk a lot. We get it for a living. It's very critical to what we do. Yeah. Do you do, do you make any choices like to do or not to do something because you know, your voice has got to work. Uh, my daughter has started wailing like a banshee just sits there eyes wide, just, and it's like for 30 seconds, a pop. So what I've started doing now is I try my best to replicate her pitch and sound. And then she'll stop when she hears it. And she looks at me like, are you speaking my language? Uh-huh. And then I'll, and then I'll start again. And then she starts it back up again. So like we're having this pterodactyl conversation. And um, there's been a few times where I said, Oh boy, this is, I'm, I'm going to be a little hoarse from this. So I hope I get this thing dialed back in for the yeah. show. As I, I- I have that concern, and this is when we were actually allowed to go outside and do things. But like when I used to go to concerts, and anytime I, I go see a band in town, like I'm always concerned of like I can't lose my voice. Like I have to do. And this is back when I was doing radio. I have a radio show at seven in the morning that like I have to get through two hours right. of. And you'll and like, w- and you'll wake up and like. Y- you don't have a long no. runway to figure it out if it doesn't work. Right? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it's either there or it's not. You, you find out very quickly whether or not you're going to be able to get through the day. So, yeah. So, yes, I very much try to uh, be mindful of those kinds of things of, okay. if I'm going to be screaming. Let me interject here real quick before you get started. Building the perfect edge prospect 2018 to 2021, no duplicates, 10 individual traits. You know the rules. Chris, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Ooh, the best concert I've ever been to. Yes. Describe what is. What do you mean by best? You can define it however you would like. Do you have a most memorable concert? The one you enjoyed the most. God. Had the most fun at. You got the most weird at. 
Yeah, it's it was probably when at the time I saw this band called Star Set back in 2018, and it was just it. They're a their their genre is referred to as cinematic rock, and it was just it was unlike any concert I had ever been to before, and I have not been to a concert like that since. So that's the one that I would go with. Joe's Joe? going to pick some country music thing. That oh, yeah, a million percent he is. Garth Brooks one, Eric Church two. Point blank period. No questions asked. Point blank period. That's that simple. Entertainer of a lifetime, Garth Brooks. Kyle? Unreal. I don't have one. What? (laughs) Not a big concert guy. I saw Taylor Swift once. That was entertaining. I saw Taylor Swift at Lincoln Financial Field one time. Yeah, and that was the one I was considering between because from just a – just from a – that's a very different show from going to like a local – intimate thing only holds 300 people to see a cool rock band right compared to going to a full stadium for taylor swift they're two different musical experiences so i don't right. really view them the same but it's, it's packed out university of phoenix stadium out here in glendale you guys know how big that thing is so yeah, you to saw, the brim. kyle you saw taylor swift back in her home state must have been yeah, a pretty big joe, deal joe found out over the weekend that taylor swift is not from nashville tennessee originally she's actually from why missing pa which is 10 minutes down the road for me and my sister's like ex-boyfriend went to like her eighth grade birthday party or something like that. And Joe's mind was just completely blown. It wasn't that she wasn't from Nashville. It's that the town that she is from, I recognize because I knew it was where you were from. And I'm like, dude, I mean, you guys Joey's, are like the same age. Like you Joe, grew up with Taylor Swift. Celebrities aren't aliens. They like live in towns Listen. all across America. Like it's not, you know, it depends on what, TikToks you watch. There's some that would That's tell you fair. that they are aliens. That's a good point. Fair enough. <laughs> you don't think that's a little bit like it, the things, the depths of conversations Kyle and I have had. It's never come up that Taylor Swift grew up ten minutes down the street. Joe, under what like like under what? They're the context, same age, basically. Right, but under what context in a conversation between you two would Taylor Swift come up? Brother, you don't know how much time Kyle and I have spent together. Listen. Like. As far as I'm concerned, I dodged a bullet because Taylor doesn't have some slander song about me. So as far as I'm oh. concerned, she moved at the right time. I avoided the mess. Thank goodness. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, ta- Taylor's Taylor and I, were even, we even share the same birth year. That's what I'm 1989. saying. 1989. Crisis averted. Yeah. No. So we're, let's, let's get back to football. We've talked enough Garth Brooks and Taylor Swift and – I didn't mention Justin Bieber on purpose, and that's good. Um, You're going to see the Biebs, right? Yes. I'm just making sure. Okay. No question. Peaches remix this weekend. Did you catch that? Get my peaches down in Georgia. Uh, Building the perfect edge defender, 2018 to 2021 prospects, 10 traits. You can only use one prospect for one trait, so no duplicates. It's Joe true. and I have had no correspondence on this one, just that's, like that's three for three this week. Guys. Yes, Very good. yeah. I mean, we we worked ahead over the weekend. We said, hey, why don't we knock these things out? Let's make sure we are organized, which is a big feat of achievement for us here on the show. And uh, here we are. So we're ready to get started, Chris. Whenever you are ready to start the chaos. Absolutely. I have all 10 traits in front of me. I have the spreadsheet up here to keep track. Yes, I am keeping track of all of this stuff. Uh, 10 traits. We did interior defensive line on Monday show, and the first trait's the same for both. First step explosiveness. Three, two, one. Josh Allen. Harold Landry. Josh Allen, edge rusher, Kentucky. My guy ran circles. 
around SEC offensive tackles for that entire final season that he was he was there for several years actually he wasn't like a one year production guy if I'm not mistaken but I it, it, he literally ran circles around SEC offensive tackles and because of his first step and his ability to get off the ball and just win races around the arc mm-hmm. and my choice in Harold Landry um, maybe we'll see from Joe next I don't know that's a guess not no. It's not a guess. I think we'll see Harold Landry, though, from Joe. Because I know Joe really liked Harold Landry coming out. Uh, similar in that his methodology of winning was speed off the edge, reducing the inside shoulder, and winning with a lot of flexibility, but but carrying a lot of speed, uh, which he developed very quickly out of the blocks uh, during his time at Boston College. Remember to shout out the college here. Uh, so Harold Landry, Boston College, now with the Tennessee Titans. My choice for first step, thanks to his speed rush prowess. Flexibility, your next trait up here on the list. Three, two, one. Brian Burns. Brian Burns. Yes. Joe, I feel like we're going to have more overlaps on this one than the last one. Uh, I feel good about it. We only had three on Monday. Hmm. I think we will have two more. Oh, cool. So you're going to say three. That's sick. All right. So three. Brian Burns, um, they they call the dude Spider-Man, right? Like, if you need any reference for his acrobatic body contortion, absolutely insane angles in which he is able to play and play with explosiveness and agility and speed and strength and balance. They call him Spider-Man. And Brian Burns, one of the most impressive pass rush prospects that I have studied coming out of college, period, with everything that he was able to do. And so much of it was rooted with how loose his frame was and how he was able to contort himself, which is a testament to his body control and flexibility. It's not the next Aaron Maben? What? Yeah, weird. It's almost yeah. like you should just look at more than the height and the weight. <laughs> weird how that works. Hand counters are your next trait up here in building the perfect this edge rusher. Overlap. This is an overlap. I could think so. Kyle, think Kyle is calling his shot. Three, two, one. Nick, Nick Bosa, Bosa. Uh, nailed it. When I said nailed when it. I said three total, this was one that I was counting. Okay, and then very we got good. one more after this. Go ahead, Joe. I did Brian I, Burns. Go ahead and tell us about yeah. Nick Bosa from Ohio State. By the way, yeah. Brian Burns from Florida State. Dude, um, super developed with his hands. The scissors move is unbelievable that he likes to throw. Um, knows how to soften rush angles. I think that's the thing with the Bosa's like. They're good athletes. They're not elite athletes. They just know how to soften angles and use their hands to get around blocks. And um, they string together moves so, so well. They just keep coming. They keep coming and coming. And who are we talking to recently where, dude, I hope we were talking to the same person. This could be a different conversation where they're talking about You're blocking. not allowed to have football conversations without me. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, I maybe the light bulb was going to go like off. That. Well, they talked about there's an, it was an offensive lineman. They were talking about the difference between the pro game and the college game, and and the the major difference being at the NFL, the moves just don't stop coming. 
Like in the in college, like once you take away their primary move, they're pretty much stalled for that play. Get your stalemate, move on. But at the NFL level, they keep coming. You saw that from Nick Bosa, you know, at, at Ohio State, and I think that's why, unfortunately, he was injured last year. But you you seen him show that ability to produce in the NFL. You mean he wasn't bad because he had what, or was that Joey? Who's a guy who had like three sacks his final season and it became like this big to do yeah. about nothing? Was that Joey? Yeah, he was pretty oh, unproductive. Mahalo. Yes. Yeah, dude, dude, the receipts that I have on Twitter for people that didn't like Joey Bosa because of that, it's unreal. One day I'll unleash the folder. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning Instant Karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Chris, are yes. you ready to move the line along? I'm excited about the next one. I I think it should be an overlap. And really? This kind okay, of, this is what Joe, I was going to ask. Joe has kind of laid the gauntlet down and said that this is not going to happen, so now I want more matches than what Joe thinks is possible. It, it's <sighs> funny. This is actually really good by Joe because I think overlaps aren't good content because then there's not two players for you guys to break down. But because now we're anticipating where the overlaps are going to come, I, I think now it builds suspense. There is for each zero of these excuse for this to not be the same person. I think we're going to have the same for versatility, and that's it. Joe, that's the last trait, man. Just you gotta. All right, whatever. And shoot my shot now. <clears throat> all right, go ahead. Length, three, two, one. Generius Montez Robinson. Sweat. You oh. dumb. You're so. How am dumb. I dumb? How am I dumb? Eighty-six and a quarter wing, thirty-five and, and a quarter inch arms. Because I his arm length is a half an inch shorter than Montez's sweats. Is it really? 35 and three quarters, 97th percentile. Kyle was so angry, he pluralized both Montez's Montez's sweats. First name and last name. His sweatshirts are 35 and three Well, I have a different spot that I put Montez Sweat down, and it wasn't linked, but it's obviously a great choice because he has long arms like Janarius Robinson. Longer arms than Janarius Robinson. Janarius Robinson, Florida State this year. Montez Sweat, Mississippi State, edge defender couple years ago 2019 was that the class yeah they had uh simmons and sweat on the same defense yes oh, unreal man jeez louise okay you guys are good we're gonna move on to the next one here yeah yeah H- hand power is this another one where there's gonna be overlap or, or it's probably give- not joe's okay. joe's making it seem as though it's not so that's a shame there might be i don't know he's he's available for both of us still hand power three two one 
Brad Chase Chubb. Young. Bradley Chubb, defensive end, North you know Carolina State. You know what's screwed is I originally had Bradley Chubb here. Did you? I did, and I changed it. So now and you I feel, regret it. Now, <laughs> I'm the only, goose. Only because we don't have a match here. Brad Chubb, <laughs> North Carolina State, heavy hands, man. Uh, he he gets his hands on people, and and he can really compromise the width of the pocket. Um, you saw that at North Carolina State. You've seen that with the Denver Broncos. Um, his ability to reduce rush angles because of his hand power really matters because he's not super like loose and flexible. He's not that type of player, but his hand power allows him to uh, really threaten the edge. So I chose Chase Young. Um, Chase's power rushes were really, really impressive at Ohio State. And and obviously some of that comes back to uh, his explosiveness in general, which is you know something that could have been quantified with first step, uh, but I chose a more true speed option there. So when I think about hand power, I think about Chase Young uprooting offensive tackles off of their set with that long arm, that conversion from speed to power, and he was just such a freak of an athlete, and that included how heavy his hands were in those instances uh, that you really saw him just kind of push guys around a lot. And that lasting impression on me of him just kind of manhandling other guys with his hands. And when he got his hands fit on you was the reason why it shows him for hand power here. Run defending is your next trait. I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay. Three, two, one. Montes- Carlos Basham. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Did you think I was going to put Basham? That's your guy, man. You you like Carlos Basham, particularly as a run defender, not necessarily like, a pass rusher. Right. I like him as a run Dude, defender. Dude, had what, 35 and a half tackles for loss or something like that yeah. at Wake Forest? He did. Very, very, very disruptive. Yeah, he's extremely productive. Maybe not a guy that's going to win and claim, claim dubs off the edge and with his speed and all that. But as far as fitting up tackles and reading keying blocks and identifying opportunities to scrape and disengage and – get involved in the run game and attack the mesh point. He did all those things at a high level. So Carlos Basham from this year's class out of Wake Forest was my choice for run defend. Um, Basham actually tested a little better than I thought he was. Like a yeah. 4 6 40. I'm like, okay, bud. Okay. seven one three. He had a, a really expl- 122 inches in the broad. Yeah, he tested a lot better than I thought. Montez Sweat, like you said, Kyle, a lot of length. You know, when it comes to Montez Sweat and the extension, the extension skills really, really show up. You know, really powerful at the point of attack, and um, he's been a good run defender for Washington. He was a good run defender at Mississippi State, and um, this is that was one that I wrote down quick whenever I worked through the list. Okay, we'll keep this train moving here. Effort motor. See what I did there? Motor, keep the train. Okay, never mind. Uh, nice. Three, two, one. Sam Bradley Hubbard. Chubb. You That's love you man. some Sam Hubbard. I love him because he plays hard. Like, yeah, like, I mean, he busted his ass on every single play he was on the field for Ohio State. And that's kind of what this trade is, though, right? In fairness. To right. Absolutely. It's called effort. In so. my defense, I, I probably I think this is a good good fit on Joe's. You watch him play the the Bengals too, man. This guy just is he he just plays hard. Uh, Chubb's a great answer though too, man. I watched him a ton at North Carolina State, and like he's one. He was was like stealing the 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 towel out of the the, 
Yeah, he was the ultimate like petty king on the yeah. field because he'd just steal your sweat rag off your your belt after the play. And he did it like it was a one game, he did it like five times. Right. <laughs> he's like he's like that UFC fighter and that won the fight on Saturday night. Yeah, I didn't just see it. Quite petty. Yeah, quite petty. Quite petty. Yeah. So no, Bradley Chubb, North Carolina State was my choice here as far as just ultimate tenacity up front, whether he's rushing the passer, whether he's stacking up blockers, whether he's chasing out backside, he was all over the field. So Bradley Chow. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. If you've listened to this podcast or any podcast on the Locked On Network for any period of time, you know all about our affinity for Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, the world's most delicious protein bar, if we are being completely honest and frank. You got 100% chocolate on all their bars, 10-plus flavors to choose from. They're high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. They've got all the good stuff and none of the bad stuff. Right now, you can head over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and save 15% off your next order. So whether you're shopping for something for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you're shopping for something for dessert, you're searching for something to keep in your nightstand for when you wake up in the middle of the night and you need a little snack, you need something that's keto-friendly, post-workout, you name it, Built Bar can be it. So visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, save 15% off your next order, and you can thank us later. Three more traits to go, gentlemen, here in building the perfect edge class. Joe has called his shot. He says versatility is where you guys are going to overlap. Kyle, do you believe that maybe football IQ is where you're going to overlap? Uh, I believe we're going to overlap on versatility, but I think we have an outside chance at lateral mobility. So it's not this one. So we'll just get this one out of the way. Football IQ, three, two, one. Chase Jalen Phillips. <sighs> okay. Uh, Chase Young, defensive end from Ohio State, Washington football team player currently. My favorite thing about Chase Young was knowing how good of a prospect he was and all the hype, and you watch the tape, and you and see why there's hype. Yeah. Well, so the year before he came out, like you saw all the flashes, but I thought to myself, man, I think he has room to grow in terms of reading the set of offensive tackles and developing his ability to string together moves and rush the passer. And I thought he did that at a high level the next year. Like I saw growth. From year to year, yeah, the year the sophomore season to his junior season, mm-hmm. and um, obviously he's a smart football player, has exceptional physical gifts, but it's that attention to his craft to like continuing to add to it and, and you know add more pitches to his uh, to his arsenal really speaks to the f- football intelligence of Chase Young. And I chose Jalen Phillips for the fact that the first time I saw Jalen Phillips play football live, he was a true freshman at UCLA 
and I was at the Liberty Bowl against Memphis, and a true freshman was the best football player on the field that day. And then battles the injuries, the concussions, the medical retirement. He's talked a little bit about how uh, he was really depressed when he left UCLA and and, uh, in a dark place. And then he comes to Miami and takes a shot and stacks on a bunch of the weight. He had lost a bunch of his playing weight. And I'll be damned if this guy did, did not come back. Redshirt season for transferring. And then comes back and plays meaningful football for the first time in two years. And Jalen Phillips is the best defensive prospect to put tape on display last year. And I think that speaks to the testament of the natural ability and understanding of the game of football that Jalen Phillips has. So if he can stay healthy, then you can start to get really excited about what he can become when he's already operating and seeing the game at such a high level. Lateral mobility. Trait number um, nine of ten. Yeah, um, Joe gave us a look when I said there was an outside chance that we overlap yeah, here, so which means pretty... th- that he's used someone that I've already discussed, no. probably <laughs> AK Brian Burns. I used Brian Burns for the same category you did. Oh, good flexibility. This, if I had to make a prediction, this is probably where Harold Landry ends up if he used him because you guys can't have the same for versatility. So if there's going to be a spot that he's going to use him, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. How do you know that we can't have the same for versatility? Because no, he's earlier, saying Harold earlier Landry. in the pod, Kyle had this belief that you that got you, Harold Landry on your that list. you used Harold Landry somewhere else. Well, if he thinks you have the same person as versatility, it can't be Landry, which means you'd have to use Landry here for Kyle's statements to be true throughout the podcast. Nonetheless, okay, lateral mobility. Three, two, one. Harold Max Landry. Crosby. You did Max Crosby. Just, the, just the pandering one thing, to the Raiders fans the one over the last couple days on the, the pod. Dude did well was just crashed down the line. He was super fluid and slippery and agile and quick on his feet. And he had that twitchiness about him when he decided he was playing it as an undersized defensive end. I get that. But nevertheless, he was one slippery dude. And a lot of it came down to just like how quick he was in short spaces. So yes, I did go there. I did pick Max Crosby and pander to the Raiders after Chris's <laughs> non-sickle low blow at the end of Monday show not stand for it. So I'm trying to right this wrong and be the least hated draft dude by Raider Nation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, Xavier Thomas from Clemson. I know we're not doing 2022 20, guys, but yeah, you can't do that. He's got some crazy lateral no, ability to crash and work to the sideline. I look, I'm just, I'm teasing a guy. I'm teasing a guy. Uh, Harold Landry is my choice. Kyle talked about him under, was it first step? First step. Uh, explosive. Yeah, the speed, yes. speed rush. I mean, that shows up in pursuit down the line of scrimmage, backside, or when he has to pivot towards the sideline. I mean, the guy's loose, athletic, fluid, and and he can he can absolutely work up and down the line. We are going right, to build this up here. Last one. Yeah, we're going to do it. So? We're going to overlap. Yes, I do. Because you already used the only other option that you would have used. Oh, I don't know. You already know, used Cal. Josh. You already used Josh Allen, and that would have been the other guy you would have used here. Versatility. We're setting this up so well for you guys to not have the same person. So that's kind of what I'm rooting for here at this point. Versatility. Three, two, one. Caleb on Jalen Phillips. Oh, I did it. I used Jalen Phillips here, man. 
for versatility. He's extremely Jason for versatility. When you Jason's <clears throat> turning and he's carrying no, Texas no. running backs 40 yards downfield on wheel passes yeah. on back on back out of the backfield. How do you not pick that for versatility? No, because Jalen Phillips is like better at rushing the passer and defending the run. Yeah, I think that's what I appreciate with Jalen Phillips. Whenever you watch him play, it's how smart you talked about him under football IQ. Like he's extremely smart, so he knows how to read the set of offensive linemen and how to counter. But whether that's standing up or with his hand in the dirt as a run defender or in ta- attacking the B gap or winning around the outside hip of the of the offensive tackle, like the guy has it all. And so his playmaking ability in those regards matters more to me than being able to carry a wheel route from a running back. All right, so Kyle has Caleb on chase on edge defender from LSU, current Jacksonville Jaguar. Unfortunately, right when he was about to deliver the analysis and, you know, obviously combat what he thought was a bad take that I had Jalen Phillips, his guy in this spot, his computer crashed. So he doesn't get to defend himself, but his pick is Caleb on chase on for versatility. All right, folks, that'll do it for us today here on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we kindly ask that you share, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, and we look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.